Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by MyBookie.ag. MyBookie.ag is the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast. Use the promo code SGP50 to receive a 50% deposit bonus today. We're also brought to you by Odds Shark. They have the latest betting stats and trends you won't find anywhere else, plus free picks from their supercomputer and expert writing staff. Follow them on Twitter at Odds Shark and www.oddsshark.com. Are listening to the EPL show simulcasting on the Sports Gambling Podcast and on the Data Sheets Podcast. The Sports Gambling Podcast are sponsored by MyBookie.ag. MyBookie will match your deposit with a 50% bonus. Just use the promo code SGP50 when making your account. Visit MyBookie.ag today and bet on the internet's favorite sportsbook where you play, you win, and you get paid. You wouldn't have got paid a lot if you followed my tips last week, but James George is back to the rescue. <laughs> well, well, I'm glad to be back. Five out of ten, I did. Five out of ten. But I think if you bet the dog, uh, which was you guys in a draw, actually, um, uh, that that would um, that would have brought the numbers up a bit because draws are always like three to one or something. Yeah, you know me, I would have gone. I would have said go massive on Southampton not winning and nil nil would be a good bet. We are absolutely useless at the moment. So yeah, that was an that was an easy one to give out. Yeah, I gave under two and a half goals as the a selection and when I got to dogs so I put the I put it through as a draw. So I think that would have like bolstered bolstered it up. Um I can't remember what the lock was, but I know it didn't win and I know that's the second week in a row it hasn't won because the first lock was um the week before it was Man United uh, game being under two and a half goals and last week I, I literally can't remember what it was it just totally popped out of my head but it wasn't it wasn't good that's for sure oh, it was it was, oh, it was it was under two and a half goals and it was coming in easily it was coming in easily it was Burnley Everton I remember now it was under two and a half goals Burnley Everton and it was coming in easily and Everton just collapsed uh, oh yeah they did yeah, like, yeah who, they who, did. Get, who gets a comeback put on them by Burnley yeah, you haven't won in like 11 games yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, so two two goals by Burnley in 45 minutes is not the way that you expect to lose. I mean, I, I thought that was pretty much done at half-time when Everton were 1-0 up. I thought they'd closed the game out. Worst thing that could have happened was Burnley could equalise at some point. But I don't know, it's weird now. I think teams, it's, it's you've got to be careful now because I think a lot of teams don't care as much uh, because they're in that safety bubble of 7th to 12th but there are still 8 teams that can get relegated which is crazy at this point of the season and uh, you're one of them definitely well should we crack on with Man United v Liverpool first of all which is I suppose it's the most attractive game game of the week not necessarily the biggest because to be honest it doesn't actually mean 
anything. I think both of these teams um, will qualify for the Champions League. So it's more just bragging rights, I think, in this one. Yeah, I think fourth is going to be between Chelsea and Tottenham now. Um, so, I mean, Arsenal are out. So, yeah, I mean, this one's for second, I would say. Um, we're eight to five and they're 13 to eight. That like I don't understand how... I mean, they're touching... Uh, we're 25p favourites on this game in terms of the same stake it's it should be more there's no reason for us to to, to be level for us to be level with them they're not better than us um, we've drawn nil-nil at their ground um, two times in a row and um, when forced to come out and play uh, we showed what we can do in the second half against Palace so I mean I'm not saying that we will come out and play but I'm saying that we will probably try and push this result in the last 30 minutes where it probably will be nil-nil um, so I would take us here because I think it's a quite an important game for us to win um, so, I don't know, I'm not sure with this one I actually think that Liverpool have got better players in better form I don't think Man United have got any they were starting to do alright and then you've brought in Sanchez I, Man United just seem a little bit of a mess to be honest considering what you know you think Sanchez coming in would be exciting but now they don't really know where to play him Pogba not on form Lukaku's hit or miss in Mourinho's so, defence now McTominay's coming to the side in order to I mean we didn't have the player there and we've had to force we need to buy that player we know we need to buy that player in the summer but we forced somebody in to do that job a job that Pogba was doing really badly um, and Herrera seems to be physically inept now uh, compared to last season so uh, the only person the only other person that could do that job was Fellaini he's injured I can't believe him saying that that Fellaini was the ideal person for it but Matomine's come in and now Pogba and Sanchez are all getting to play in their position. There's no excuses for them. It's not Mourinho's fault. It's Sanchez's fault and it's Pogba's fault. Sanchez hasn't settled. Sanchez unbalances the side. Sanchez is used to being able to give the ball away 30, 40 times at Arsenal and still get it back. It's, it's not tolerable at United. There's other players on the park that can do, that can do things and that actually want the ball. And the way that he plays and the way that he loses possession constantly is not acceptable whereas Pogba gives it away in a completely different way whereas Sanchez just dribbles it into the middle of nowhere Pogba just puts Hollywood balls across and you, you got one in 25 chance of, of of making an assist to that but he's always going for the assist it's like the first thing in his mind he gets the ball it's like assist 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 he needs to grow the fuck up and realise how much he's paid how much he's we've paid for him and and, and and who he's playing for and he needs to and he needs to play like a mature footballer he needs to play like a 90 million pound footballer he can't get by on potential anymore um, because that's just that's just bullshit now it needs to um, not every ball needs to be an assist and he needs to fucking wake up and stop playing like a like a moron basically that's, that's the thing you don't seem a coherent side in the slightest and if I was I, I, I think this is a tough game to pick I think more than likely it probably might end a draw I, but it would not surprise me if Liverpool won this one, but I'm going to go both teams to score in this one. I just feel as though Liverpool have got... I think it's hard to keep a clean sheet against Liverpool now. Uh, and We managed Liverpool, it at Anfield twice. So Yes, because away from home, you were just... 
you would just stick men behind the ball essentially and make it hard for them. At home, you won't do that. So I feel as though Liverpool will probably score. And then Man United, Liverpool still, you know, it's, it's going to be a while till they're a defense, till they're better defensively. I think Virgil is, is an amazing player. But I, I, I feel, I'm going to go both teams to score on this one. Yeah, that's. Um... I, I, that's a decent enough shout but I just feel that um, the tactic of holding them nil-nil and then uh, trying to win it late was probably the way we're going to go I don't think we fancy playing and having a shootout with these um, I certainly don't no that's um, not Mourinho's style no um, Everton against Brighton um, Everton 23-20 and, and actually back in this relegation race out of nowhere um, Brighton 13-5 to and now out of it out of nowhere because they're on 34 points and only need four more probably to stay up I wouldn't say Brighton are out of it I think they look good I think they will stay up they've just everything about them says they're going to stay up but you're only two unlucky losses away from losing all your confidence and being dragged back into it so I, I think it's tough to get those four points sometimes when you're a team of Brighton's calibre. Whilst I feel as though... Yeah, Brighton are above Everton, though, going into this game. Brighton are up to 10th. I, don't think they're, I honestly don't think they're in it anymore. They're, they're 34 points. They're in 10th place. I don't think that results can go so against them that they will end up... That they'll end yeah, up. I think they'd probably pick up enough, even a, you know free draws at home or something random, exactly. But. Yeah, they're seven points away from the relegation zone now. So it's pretty much... I think that they're done. They're, then they're like 40 to 1 to go down now so I think I think this is this is Ever, Everton will are, are okay at home so I think Everton will win this at home I think it'll probably be a close game Sam will just do a job to win this game because he knows they have to win this game so it'll be 1 or 2 nil Everton in my opinion yeah this has lock uh, potential for me because I think Everton end, end the day on 37 points in the top half and we won't talk about them again um, in this relegation race. We won't talk about either of these two teams. Uh, they're, like, they're the ones that I feel like the nil-nils and the under two and a half goals that Brighton and Everton were, were good for uh, will probably stop after this weekend. I'll be staying away from them, both teams, moving forward because they're going to be in that weird safe zone that I, that I don't want to be involved in. Um, Huddersfield against Swansea is two teams that are not anywhere near that safe zone. Huddersfield 29 to 20. Swansea are two to one. Uh, Swansea, I can't call this. they're both on thirty points. It's an actual, it's a real six pointer. Uh, I'm thinking maybe draw. I'm thinking under two and a half goals. Sometimes when you in these games though, they just they just flare up and they turn into this goal scoring frenzy. Uh, so that's why I'm scared of the under two and a halves. But more than likely, I think they'll both try and keep it tight and score one and try and win it by one is what I think the game plan will probably be uh, I don't think they're going to both go out and go go out and win this get that goal I think they're going to be keep it tight so I'm going at under two and a half goals and I can't pick a team to win it so I'm going to go I was thinking draw was my ever was my possible ever bet yeah I can't pick anyone either and I, I'll, I'll be happy with a draw I don't want Huddersfield to win their home games especially ones like this um, they've, I believe they're running they have a lot of six pointers coming up and I have a lot of money on them to go down so um, I don't want to see them win here I don't from a Southampton point of view when teams play like this it's much better for one point 
point each because effectively there's three points for grabs and one point is lost if they draw. So for me, keep both of them but in it and a draw. So that's what I want. I want a nil-nil draw would be great. Well, I think the next up is Southampton and I feel that um, the relegation zone... Will, will, this weekend will, will remain untouched because of the, the you'll see what the running is of the other ones involved down there so Newcastle and Southampton Newcastle 13 to 8 Southampton a 7 to 4 um, Newcastle Southampton have got a far better team than Newcastle we've got better players and if we actually had a manager that picked a team to go out to win we have got players that can win this game. The problem is, is that we've got no confidence, they've got no faith in the manager, the, the fans haven't got any faith in the manager, and the manager goes out there to basically get a draw. So there's a possibility that we could maybe somehow scrape a 1-0 win. I don't see it happening. More than likely, it could be 0-0 or 1-0, or Newcastle probably to win it 1-0, something like that. All of the things I'm thinking about is under two and a half goals. I'm going to go under one and a half goals in the first half because I just don't think that anything, that this this won't really come to life if there is any life at all um, at the beginning. I think that someone might try and push to win this at the end. Similar to the actual Man U Liverpool game, although a lot less quality. But I feel like that one of the, the, the T teams might press it press themselves into action late on. Um, but yeah, it could be another nil-nil. Um, Did you bet at five to one like I told you to on Saints to go down, Billy? Yeah, but I don't think that they will go down. But it wasn't a bad bet, was it? A five, five to one. Do you want to know what it is now? Because it's not. Because it's not. Because they're not amongst the favourites now. What is it now? It's four to one. No. Yeah, it's West Brom are one to twenty, Stoke are four to six, Palace are seven to four, Huddersfield are nine to four. Swansea are three to one, Southampton are four to one, Newcastle are four to one, and West Ham are nine to two. And Brighton, Brighton. Look at our fixture list, and going into the last game of the season, we're going to need a result, in my opinion, and we've got to play Man City at home. Yeah, I just. With all that said, I just think that, that I just still think Huddersfield are worse and West Brom are already down. So it's really only. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's who you've got to play. When you actually look at it, we've got to play Chelsea away, Arsenal away, Man City at home, Everton away. And I, it, 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 look at the fixtures. There aren't many points for us to get. The only way we stay up is if some other teams don't get enough points. And when you look at their fixtures, you know, like. It's going to come down to, as you say, if, if, if Huddersfield get a win against Swansea, then they're almost there. If Swansea get a win against Huddersfield, then they're almost there. And it's these teams are literally one win away from being enough points. I mean, Newcastle, if they beat us, these teams will be opening up gaps against us. So this week is absolutely crucial. I think we're really going to see what teams is between this week yeah and I think and, and next week as well because the next week's a lot of teams out of the FA Cup and there's there's, I mean Huddersfield have two home games to stay up I think that they would need four points out of the home game against Swansea and a home game against Palace next week and if they get four points oh, so we're not the, even we're not even playing next week then 
So no. we're going to be, we, we could be four or five points away from safety. I don't think you're going to the relegation zone because because we're about to talk about who Stoke and Palace are going to play. So I suppose, uh, I suppose it's Palace. Yeah. West Brom are cut adrift here. Uh, West Brom are playing Leicester next. Uh, West Brom fifteen to eight. Uh, Leicester six to four. Um, this is a weird one because I've I've gone for West Brom a few times and I'm, I just can't I can't bet them anymore. No, uh, I can't. But I can't bet Leicester with the FA Cup game next week either because like they, there's nothing for Leicester to play for unless they really are interested in finishing seventh. So it's weird here because inside of the odds of this game, you can get either team on a double chance. You can get. Um, Leicester to draw a win or West Brom to draw a win so I guess it depends what way it's going to go I, I I would go for West Brom to draw a win because I mean this this has just been a type of season where if they win two games then they're then they're back into that pack they're well cut adrift at the moment and people are saying they're down they're down and down they probably are but if they win two games and Palace don't win for two weeks which I don't think they will um then all of a sudden they're one point behind them. So and they're two points behind you. So yeah, um, that's true. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. They have to do that though. The next two games they have are Leicester at home and Bournemouth away. So oh, and they could win both of them. Yeah, they could do. But I, I, I think that they're down. I think that they've quit. I think they're down. I hope they're down. <laughs> um, um, I'll go in under two and a half in this one. Uh, the only way they score is through Mares and Vardy. That is the only way they score for Leicester. They are Claude Puel is absolutely useless. He's just lucky he's taken over a team with two of the better players in the Premier League, who have won who won Leicester the league. You know, so for me, it's I'm going to go under two and a half. Leicester won't. I just can't see both teams scoring um, like more than one each. So yeah, I'm going under two and a half. West Ham, Burnley next. Yeah, West Ham, who, do, who don't win at home uh, that much, are five back to four. In it. They're really back in it now, yeah. Uh, and Burnley are twelve to five. Yeah, West Ham got back in it. Uh, they they had a six pointer against Swansea last week. Swansea now have gone ahead of them. They're up to 13th. West Ham are in 14th place on 30 points. They're joined on 30 points by Swansea and Huddersfield. Newcastle 29, Southampton 28, Palace 27, so Stoke 27. It's there's three points between six of them. Um, I don't know how they got back here because it looked like Anatovic and Lanzini were going to carry them out. Anatovic and Lanzini are back in the team now. This is like pretty much must-win territory because I haven't looked at West Ham's running after this, but they have to start winning at home, but it's at home where they're terrible. So it's almost like they need away games, you would think, at the likes of Huddersfield and West Brom but they play, they've already played in them places and the perfect game for them last week was Swansea and uh, they lost that as well so I don't know if they'll get dragged back into this but or if they stay up just because everyone else is worse on paper they're definitely better than Newcastle they've South, got, South they've Hampton, got Southampton next in, in two weeks at Southampton six, no at West Ham then they're away to Chelsea yeah, I mean, they're that... home to Stoke. Well, they've got Stoke and Southampton and Burnley at home. You'd think, God, and then they've got Arsenal away. So it's the home games they've got to win. Yeah, they're going to have to sort this home form out. I mean, Burnley. Yeah, they've got Man City home after that. Yeah, so looking at it, they've they've got to get probably 
two wins from their three home games, or at least four points from their three home games, at least, I'd say. They're very overpriced to be relegated. Um, they're very overpriced to be relegated. To, to, to be at five to one with, the, with that running is, is pretty big. Um, but you think Southampton's big at four as well. Um, I, I think they have to win this game. Like, looking at it, I'm only going to take them because I, don't, I can't see them going down. But and I can't, and I think this is the easiest game left that they have to win. I mean, even the game against Stoke is harder. In um, sorry, is it Stoke away or you guys away? No, they've got they've got Stoke at home and Southampton at home. Both at home. I yeah, think... the reason why they've got us at home and Stoke at home is the same. They was and why we've got a few away games in a white row is West Ham Saints was supposed to be at West Ham at the beginning of the season but they changed it because West Ham couldn't play because the Athletics I think it was alright okay so that's why they've got a few home games three home games in a row alright well I think Burnley are despite league position bizarrely I think Burnley are a worse side than Southampton and Stoke and also they have less to play for so I think this is the most winnable game you have a team that don't travel that well that don't have any reason to bother um, you have to win this game. Even though Burnley is seventh, you have to win this game. The funny thing about this game is is that if Burnley, <laughs> Burnley are only five points behind Arsenal now because Arsenal have lost so many games in a row. But um, no, I, I have to take West Ham here just because I don't see them getting relegated. I, I wouldn't normally. I wouldn't, I'd never take West Ham at home. But I'm going to go under two and a half. I, I, for me, I just feel there's quite a few games that are just going to be under two and a half. I mean, there's... Burnley and David Moyes are both defensive and keep it tight so I'm going to go under two and a half yeah you're probably right it's probably the safer bet um, Chelsea against Palace is a, a Saturday afternoon game Chelsea 2-7 Palace are 10 to 1 uh, I'm still on auto fade of Palace even, I even stopped, kept betting um, United to win during that game it actually turned out to be pretty decent for me um there's a revenge factor as well because one of the locks earlier on in the season was this game where, where Palace beat Chelsea um, when they had no points I don't even remember when Palace yeah, yeah. their run of eight losses and the first just, there's something missing with Chelsea though there's something not right about them I can't see them scoring three or four in this game I think they'll win but I can only see it being one or two nil yeah um and that's why I was struggling to find a bet on this one because I couldn't get the odds on something. So do you know what? I'm going to go. I think Chelsea to win under Chelsea to win with probably under three and a half goals, something like that. Uh, I'm going to go for Chelsea. Oh God, I've been bitten by this a few times. I'm going to go for Chelsea to win to nil. Uh, the problem they have, the problems they have are not in defence. So I could still win your bet and win my bet with that because it could be it could be one or two nil. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I agree. There's something not right. You've got Morata and Giroud. You won't play either. You're playing Hazard up front. Doesn't really make much sense. Um, okay, here's my luck. Arsenal versus Watford. Arsenal are one to two. Watford, yep. <laughs> Watford, are, Watford are eleven to two. You'll never ever get Arsenal at one to two at home to Watford. At home against a weak team ever again. Watford are safe now. Um, I'm trying to look at here what they've actually got up to. I believe they've got as high as 37 points, which I last looked. 36. 36. Yeah, I, I tipped Watford to get dragged into it because when they played us, they were fighting with the. Fact you know what? That... I don't even know the manager's name, like off the top of my head. No, 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 no. I, 
And but they seem to keep... This is what I find funny, is Southampton fans and Matt Letizier bang on about how you shouldn't keep changing your manager and all of this. Watford keep changing their manager and they always punch above their weight. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. When this guy came in, I thought they were preparing for um, somebody to get them out of the championship or something. I, I didn't have any idea. Swansea do the same as well, don't they? They change their manager all the time. And they keep, they always do think, ah, oh, Swansea down, change manager, but... but yeah, Swansea, Swansea hired someone fired from Sheffield Wednesday with Carvalho. And, yeah, and then, yeah, it seems to work. Sorry, Carvajal, uh, Carlos Carvajal, not Carvalho. We all know 90% of the time you bring in a new manager, you get a few results. So they get a few results, they keep them up, then they lose a few, they sack them. They bring someone in, they get a few results. <laughs> it's quite a good policy. It's a weird stat that Troy Deeney, uh, Watford won 1-0 in the last two weeks and Troy Deeney scored both the goals and they were both in the 79th minute. There you go. Yeah. So 1-0, Troy Deeney, 79th minute. I don't think so in this one. No, this is going to be an absolute hammering because Arsenal are going to set a club record tonight when they lose to Milan and it will be six losses in a row for for Arsenal which has never happened before uh, and they will come out and they will absolutely destroy Watford and they'll look good like they do at home against the bad teams like whether they've yeah. destroyed Everton and whatnot and Watford are tailor made for it here because they've got no reason to bother um, and this will be four, three, four, five. but Arsenal I can get them at one to two I'm going to lock that up now yeah. not even any point waiting till later on um, Bournemouth um, I, Bournemouth Spurs do you know what I wouldn't there's either going to there's going to it's going to go one way Spurs are either going to turn up and be on it I just but I've just got this funny feeling that they might but their heads might be down after the, the Juve ending yeah I'm going to go so, both teams to score I, I think Bournemouth might score first and Tottenham won't even won't really get into this game until they actually get woken up like similar to the game against Southampton where they went down to the south coast and they went behind and uh, and then dis- and then battered Southampton for, for annoyingly for an hour we, but me and I think we both bet it in running um, and then didn't get that second goal which was which was annoying uh, but um, something similar I think- I think I think you can get Bournemouth plus two in some places. So I'm going Bournemouth plus two. I think if Spurs win this, as you say, it might be by like two one or something. I can't see them winning by two goals. So and it wouldn't surprise me if Bournemouth get a result. That defence was shocking last night. It was really annoying. Um and um I, I can't They miss Toby. They Toby Alderweireld, he is is one of, if not the best defender in the world, in my opinion. Was that another uh, Southampton player? Yeah. He wasn't from Southampton, was he? Yeah. <sighs> Jesus Christ. What a team. Technically, we didn't own him, though. We had him on loan with an option to buy, and we fannied around for so long um, that we didn't get to buy him, and he went to Spurs. The Southampton team you could have with Klein and Shaw and Van Dijk and I'll tell you that I'll tell you Van that Dijk and Alderweireld. We'd have we'd have Klein at right back. We'd have Alderweireld and Van Dijk. Yeah. We'd have Shaw or Bertrand at left back. Then you'd have Morgan Snyder, Wanyama, or now actually Lamina is absolutely amazing in the middle as well. And then you'd have the likes of Lalana, Mane. Um, who else have we got? Who's striker? Have you sold a striker before? No. Pella was 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 all right. Um, Pella goes to China. 
Uh, yeah, he went to China for the money. He's getting paid like 300k a week in China. So why wouldn't you go? Uh, and then, yeah, you'd probably play like Mane up front is what you'd probably do. Have Lalana like in behind. And I'm trying to think, who else we've sold? We've sold another attacking player. So sure we have. Did you sell, um, did you have Oxlade-Chamberlain? Did you have Walcott? Yeah, we had Oxlade-Chamberlain as well. You Walcott too. Walcott we don't count because that was, that was pre, pre this pre us going down to like League One but yeah we sold Chamberlain as well yeah, yeah we'd, be ch- we'd be challenging we'd be challenging for top four if not challenging for the title it's a good pretty def- much it's, if a good really def- kept it's a good defence at least anyway um, it'll be the best defence in the league um, final game this is, and this is what I've been talking to you about because if we look at the bottom three we had Palace at Chelsea, West Brom at home to Leicester, and the last one is Stoke at home to your second favourite team, Man City. <laughs> Not my second favourite team. <laughs> I... I just Billy has this obsession with Man City not being as good as what they are and in no way near I'm, as good as what you think I'm not saying they're the best team ever but what I'm saying is I'm, it's hard to judge where, how good they are until the end of the season when, and I think it's ridiculous saying they're one of the best teams ever and I think it's ridiculous that Billy's saying that they're not not great I mean at this point you've got to say let's wait to the end of the season and judge them on what they win at the end of the season if they win the Premier League with a record number of points then they are definitely one of the the best best teams to have played in the Premier League now that doesn't also then correlate to winning like the, to being one of the best teams ever because Man United you know if you look at it Arsenal are undefeated Chelsea have had the best points but Man United has still had the best team probably ever because they won the well in, in our lives times since we've been able to watch football you know 1990 onwards type thing is Man United had the best team when they had like the likes of Beckham when they won the Champions League and the league in one season when they beat Bayern Munich I think that goes down as the greatest team but I don't think we I don't think everyone should be going too mad about Man City. I think they're a great team at the moment. Whether they're going to be one of the best, we'll wait and see at the end of the season. I don't know if they've got the squad for it. A couple of injuries and they're in trouble. Stoke v Man City. This wouldn't surprise me. Stoke used to be a tough place to go. And Man City's eyes are going to be on other things now. Stoke will do everything they possibly can I think they've got a manager that'll do it. I think they're, they're basically like what they were under Pulis and, and Hughes again. So for me, um, you might be able to get Stoke plus three somewhere. It's on the edge of on, on Bet365. So for me, if you can get Stoke plus three, I think that's a... I can't see Man City rolling over Stoke at Stoke. If not, Stoke plus two isn't a bad bet. I still think Man City might win it. I think Man City... Or it might be a draw. But... Um, I don't know why I just fancy Man City not winning this by more than say one or two goals. All right, what you got for uh, a lock dog and parlay? I, I've got mine ready. If you don't have, hey, what are you going in the Stoke Man City game? Oh, um, oh, you have to give an actual pick. Um, da, 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 what did you What did you give out? Plus, you said you can touch on if I can three. do if, if you can get Stoke plus three. Then can you do it on your end? What are you on? Uh, I'm on bet 365 as well I, I, I as well you just can't get it on there but there probably is somewhere 
I'm, I'm happy to take Stoke plus two. I don't think they're going to get bashed here. I, I, I do think City are looking at other things. I'm almost tempted by the draw here at 11 to two. It's so big. Um, I just, um, yeah, I just, they, they lost to Basel yesterday. They're not, that, they're not, they're not amazing. They're just, they're just a squad to be able to compete on all fronts every single week. So. Listen, they're just the team that are winning this year's Premiership. That's, that's, it's nothing more to talk about. Um, <laughs> All right, right. So, lock dog parlay. Lock Arsenal, easiest lock in a long time, in my opinion. Surely they'll get a win at home. And yeah, I've got the same one. Yeah, so. Dog, I'm going to go Bournemouth plus one. Um, I. Oh, shit, hold on. I'm just checking on Odds Checker if I can do this. Um, in the meantime, um, just. My parlay, I'll do my parlay when you look, is Arsenal at home, Everton at home, and then Newcastle and Saints under two and a half goals. Okay, my parlay is really good, but I'm just looking at my dog because I have a feeling that they'll be on odds check. Yep, they found it. Nine to five, I got Man United as an underdog at Bet Victor, who um, think that Liverpool are seven to four, Man United are nine to five. Actually, we're an underdog at William Hill. Uh, we're, an, we're an underdog at Labrooks. And we're an underdog. No, we're a favourite there. And we're an underdog at Sunbets as well. So you'll get Man United as your dog. What's your parlay? My parlay's real good. Hold on a second. Let me bring it back up. I like this parlay because this parlay of £50 returns 217 Arsenal, Chelsea, Everton. Is that really that much? Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot for, I mean, the, the, your risk is Everton, and, but I, I was happy to lock that until I stumbled into Arsenal. And I, I can't yes. not lock Arsenal. I've got two locks wrong in a row. So I, I'm, I've gone down to 22 and six, and I need, and, and I want to finish the season with at least 25. So, um, so yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with, um, with, um, with, that, with that as the parlay and put Everton in there to bolster that. Not in my luck, it would be Chelsea to mess that up. They normally, definitely in the beginning of the season, they were for you. Yeah, but uh, no, that's everything. That's you, did you do your parlay? Yeah, right. Arsenal, Everton, and then I went Newcastle and Saints under two and a half. Oh, just a little, just a little difference. So, yeah, so you're looking at even more on your return than my, than me. Yes. Because Everton, Everton brings those parlays up massively. If, if anyone, if people fancy them, I do. Um, yeah, that's everything. Our Twitter account is at EPL Show Pod. The Sports Gambling Podcast are at Gambling Podcast. The Dirty Sheets uh, Twitter has changed to Wrestling Trues, which stands for True New, True Wrestling News. Wrestling Trues, T-R-E-W-S. Uh, I'm also at Billy Betting, and James is at Mr. James George. Yeah, and hopefully I'll be on Twitter again soon. When oh, I'm yeah, shit, that. that whole thing. So, so, <laughs> so basically, James is at EPL Pod Show. EPL yeah, Show that, Pod. Yeah, that's the only way you can... Re- any chance of me replying is through that if you wanted to tweet yeah I can't tweet from the other one because I'm standing by it <laughs> uh, don't forget if you want betting packages hit me up via lockbetting.com this package is available there there's free bets available there as well and of course make sure you go to the sponsor of the SGP mybookie.ag where you get a deposit bonus thanks for listening guys we'll be back next week as usual cool speak to you later mate see ya